are the batting orders now for Houston. Joe Morgan at second base. Jesus Alou in right. Kurt Bluffery at first. Tommy Davis in left. Norm Miller in center. Dennis Menke at short. Doug Rader at third. Johnny Edwards catching. And Denny Lamaster will be the pitcher. For the Dodgers, Bill Grabarkowitz at short. Ted Sizemore at second. Crawford in left. Costco in right. Lefevre at first base. Sudeikis at third. Russell in center. Bobby Stinson doing the catching. And Don Sutton will be the pitcher. So it'll be Sutton with a 17-17 record going against Lamaster, who has won 12 and lost 17. We'll have the start of the ball game coming up in a few moments. Now here is our national anthem. for the Dodgers to go out. The final series of the year beginning, and tonight, as we said, it will be Sutton and Lamaster. Two big items still coming up in the series as Dodger pitchers Claude Osteen and Bill Singer will be trying to get their 20th wins during this series. Now the Dodgers take the field. In the remaining games of the series, tomorrow night, Claude Osteen will draw Larry Durker. And on Thursday night in the season's finale, Bill Singer will go against Jim Ray. Don Sutton tonight is trying for his 18th, and Don came so close to making a run at 20. In fact, he was within one strike of doing it in Cincinnati last week when he was into the ball game, leading by one run and had two strikes on the hitter, but the Reds pulled that ball game out. So Sutton now will be trying for his 18th here tonight, trying to finish above the 500 mark for the year. Several of the Dodger regulars, Willie Davis, Maury Wills, and Wes Parker getting a rest in tonight's game. Jimmy LaFever playing at first base, and Sudeikis at third. Grabarkowitz gets a shot at shortstop, and Sizemore at second. Behind the plate, Bobby Stinson will be making his first start. In the outfield, Costco is in left, Russell in center, and Crawford will be in right field. The umpires, Bargo at the plate, Kibler at first, Olsen at second, and Barlick will be a third. So the Dodgers going down to their last three games of the year, and tonight at Atlanta, as we mentioned, the Atlanta Braves before 43,000 in Atlanta. 
defeated the Cincinnati Reds three to two. And don't you know that was a noisy seventh when they scored two runs to come from behind and win the ball game. They pulled it out and went on to win, and they are the champions in the West. And they will meet the Mets beginning Friday, or rather Saturday, at Atlanta. Time to play ball. The Dodgers and the Houston Astros here at Dodger Stadium. And now for the play-by-play, -play, here's Ben Scully. Vinny? Thank you, Jerry. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be. The Dodgers and the Astros in the first game of their three-game series. Don Sutton trying to win his 18. He lost his last time out to the Giants when he pitched a fine ball game, but bowed 2-1. to one. Little Joe Morgan whacks at the first one, and Bill Russell fading on the ball, turns and makes the catch. One pitch, one away. So Joe Morgan wasn't up there long enough to tell you that he was hitting 234. And the batter will be Jesus Alou. Alou fought his way out of a hospital to finish up after he was in that terrible collision with Hector Torres earlier in the year. Alou, we're happy to say, feeling fine, batting 245. Right-hand batter. On deck, Kurt Bleffery. Don Sutton into the windup. The right-hander ready and delivers, and a big slow curve is high. Ball one, one and oh. Dodgers have an edge on the Astros. They've won 10 out of 15, and they've done the job in Houston. They won five of nine. They've won five of the six here. Now the 1-0 pitch on the way to Elu. Fast one low, hard breaking ball, and Elu started and held up. 2-0 the count. Salty Parker in the third base coaching box. Two balls, no strikes the count. Now the pitch to Elu. Line to right field. Solid base hit. Crawford up with the ball and gets it back in. Saying Sully Parker, and I kept looking at first. I knew that wasn't Mel McGahey, and it's Buddy Hankin coaching at first for Houston. And here is Kurt Bleffery. Kurt Bleffery comes up hitting 247. Jim LaFever holding the bag on Alou. The Dodgers with some unfamiliar faces, such as Bob Stinson behind the plate, and then fellas playing rather unfamiliar positions with LaFever at first. Barkowitz in the starting lineup at short. So the left-hand hitting Bluffery at the plate. Sutton at the belt has a look at Alou and the pitch to Kurt over for a strike. 0-1. Just the start of the evening. Sutton, who has come back to being the sharp pitcher that he was earlier in the year, Don straightens up, looks over at Alou. Strike one pitch is high. One ball, one strike. Don has given up only seven earned runs in his last four starts. That's just about 36 innings. So that his earned run average over the last four games is 1.7. He's two and two because the Dodgers have been unable to score for him. In his last two starts, the team has gotten him only a total of two runs, and he lost both games two to one. Here's the 1-1 pitch on the way. A high fly ball into shallow left. Grabarco is out. Costco hustling. It will drop between them. And going to second base is Jesus Alou. So Costco and Grabarco is converging on the little fly ball, but neither man could catch it. So runners at first and second with one out. And left fielder Tommy Davis coming up. It's been a while since Tommy has been at Dodger Stadium. Tommy coming up. 
Tom hitting 222 with seven RBIs. He's had only 60 some odd at bats. Right hand batter, as you know. So Tommy Davis at the plate. Two on, one out. First inning, no score. Sutton at the belt. Looks at the runners. Works Davis. Fastball for a strike. Don Sutton looked like he was going to be a 20 game winner for sure through the month of May. And then things started to go wrong on him. He had troubles in June, July, and August. He just as soon forget about it. And then his last four starts in September, he's been sharp. Breaking ball is swung on and missed strike two. 0 oh 2 to Tommy Davis. Out to Tommy Davis. Hello away from second, Bleffery from first. One out. Sutton at the bell. Don trying to win his 18th tonight. Comes back and gets a strike three called on Tommy Davis. So two down, run is holding at first and second. And the batter is Norm Miller, who is playing center field for Jimmy Wynn. Norm Miller hitting 264, three home runs, 49 RBIs. He's a boy from the Valley. Bob Stinson, youngster behind the plate with a great arm. Hope he has a chance to show it off to the folks who come out to see him play. He can really fire that ball. Lefevre and Sizemore, Grabarkowitz and Sudeikis, the infield. And the pitch is low, ball one. Costco, Russell, and Crawford in the outfield. 1-0 the count to Norm Miller. Now Sutton at the belt. Another check of the runners. The 1-0 pitch to Miller taken just outside. Ball two. Ed Vargo the plate umpire. John Kibler at first. Andy Olson at second. And the senior umpire in the National League, Al Barlick at third. Sutton checking in Don's 2-0 pitch. Fastball low, ball three. So he's kept the ball down and away, and he's now one pitch away from loading him up. On deck, shortstop Dennis Menke. Norm Miller waiting with two on and two out. No score in the first inning. And now Sutton delivers. Fastball over. And the count three and one. Interesting to point out about the fact that the Dodgers have done well against Houston this year, which is a reverse of the last couple of years. And also the fact that the club has increased its run production, a run per game this year. Here's a 3-1 pitch to Miller. Fouled away three and two. Going into this game, the Dodgers have scored 162 more runs than last year. So they're on the right track. They were in the race until just recently. And in looking at the Dodgers, you can see why Walter Alston feels optimistic about next year. They increased their run production. They increased in triples. That was top mark in the National League. They stole more bases. They hit more home runs than they hit last year. 
and the batting average is up 24 points. So the Dodgers have made a turn for the better. Here's a 3-2 pitch. The runners go. Swung on and missed strike three. So Norm Miller strikes out and the inning is over. No runs, two hits, two left. And at the end of half an inning, the Astros nothing and the Dodgers coming up. Hey, Darrell LaMonica, who do you look up to when you can't seem to get the offense moving? Well, I look up to the spotters. They can see everything that's happening on the field. They can tell me what's not working and what adjustments I should make to correct it. Hey, Darrell LaMonica, who do you look up to for help when your car's not working right? That's when I look up to 76. They know what's happening. They not only spot the trouble fast, but they get it fixed in a hurry. When you're looking for someone to look after you, when you're looking for more than just good gasoline. It's the place to find those road-proven Minuteman tires and powerful 76 batteries. It's the place to find someone to look after you. When you're looking for someone to look after you, Bottom of the first inning, the Astros failed to score. The Dodgers will have Grabarkowitz, Sizemore, and Crawford. For the second time tonight, the succinct message is flashed on the board in left field relative to the fact that Atlanta clinched the Western Division title. And then the four words, the four words that were originally uttered by the late Charlie Dressen. He said, the Giants is dead. And that is up on the message board right now, but it brings old Jolly Charlie to mind so quickly, those four words. Here's Billy Grabarkowitz. Young right-hand hitting infielder. Looks at a curve in the dirt. Ball one. One and all. The reaction of the crowd here in Los Angeles throughout the Giants series and in the crowd tonight on the, the message about Atlanta's victory was pure joy. Another addition to the Giant-Dodger feud. Slow curve outside. Ball two. The people in Los Angeles rooting for the Dodgers, sorry the Dodgers lost, and delighted that the Giants didn't make it. That's the mood. So the Giants and the Dodgers down through years will continue to take bites out of each other. Thank goodness. 2-0 pitch to Grabarkowitz is fouled away off to the right out of play. You know, you wonder sometimes, especially if you are a newcomer to baseball, if you're a newcomer, you say, what is this Giant-Dodger thing? I think you mean to tell me they really do? Well, they do. It goes back to the early 1900s. Here's a 2-1 pitch to Billy Grabarkowitz. High ball three. Do you know that way back when, the Giants used to come across the Brooklyn Bridge, the borough of Brooklyn, in horse-drawn carriages? And you know what the Brooklyn fans used to do in the apartments? They were sitting out on the fire escape. Here's a 3-1 pitch to Grabarkowitz. A high fly ball to left field. Alou had watching as his other two men, left fielder Tommy Davis, handles it for the out. And he was backed up by Norm Miller. One away. That'll bring up Ted Sizemore. Anyway, in the old days, the Giants would come across the bridge in horse-drawn carriages. And it was a warm summer's day. The tops of the carriages would be down. The Brooklyn fans would wait for them. And what they would do is they would take out the spokes of umbrellas and then they would have little beer cans in those days they called them growlers and they would throw the spokes of the umbrellas at the giants and pour beer down top of it that goes back to the early 1900s here's ted sizemore outside ball one 
worked for many years. The Giants were the lordly Giants in New York. The Dodgers were the down and out and vanquished. And so the rivalry built up where the haughty Giants would refer to the Dodgers with disdain. The 1-0 pitch, low and inside, ball two. So it started then. And it is just handed down from one group to another. And every now and then when you think they're going to settle down with some incident, something pops up to really fan the flames. Here's the 2-0 pitch to Sizemore. A high foul off third, out of play. In the count, 2-1. One to count to Ted Sizemore. Denny LeMaster into the windup, delivers. Fastball, whacked into left center field. Base hit. Norm Miller over to try and cut it off. Sizemore goes into second base as Miller can't handle the ball cleanly. So Sizemore doubles up the alley, and the batter will be Willie Crawford. Willie Carver coming up, and there's a meeting at the mound. Kurt Bleffery, Johnny Edwards go out there to talk to Denny LeMaster. The infield for the Astros, Bleffery and Morgan, Menke and Rader, with Davis, Miller, and DeLue in the outfield. Denny LeMaster and Johnny Edwards handling the pitching and catching. Willie Crawford, who has shown a vast improvement in a lot of departments. He takes the strike. Crawford with... 11 home runs, 41 runs batted in, hitting 251. LeMaster straightens up at the belt. Has a look back at second. Now the left-hander's sidearm curve is hit back to LeMaster. He holds Sizemore and throws Crawford out. So he came by way of first base with the breaking ball, and Willie hit it off the end of the stake. Two down, and Andy Costco coming up. Andy Costco. Did a big job for the Dodgers this year, piling up 18 home runs and 72 runs batted in. That means he increased his output over what he turned in last year with the Yankees by three more home runs and I think 18 more RBIs. Costco waiting with Sizemore at second, two out, and the slow curve fouled at the plate. And the count 0-1. Jimmy Lefebvre playing first base tonight is on deck. In looking up, Costco's RBI production with the Yankees, he topped it by 13 so far. He had 59, he has 72 now. So Andy waiting. The infield way around the third. LeMaster at the bell, looks back at second, works the plate, a screwball outside, and boy, that thing really ran away. One and one the count. Kansas City a final as they held on despite the Angels scoring three in the ninth. Kansas City won the ball game eight to five. Brago over Murphy. One ball and one strike to count to Andy. I think it was my favorite story of the year. Favorite true story. We told it when it happened about Andy Costco and the people in right field in St. Louis and how they just were really on him all the time. 
And finally, late in the game, Costco was a little tired of the people hollering at him. And he finally turned around and he gave what used to be Winston Churchill's sign for victory and is today the sign for peace, holding up two fingers on his right hand. Costco takes high ball, too. And as he turned around in the crowd in St. Louis and he held up the two fingers on his right hand, figuring that would quiet the crowd, a guy with a leather set of lungs hollered back, that's what we mean, dummy, there's only one out. Uh, it's my favorite true story of the year. 2-1 pitch to Costco. It's driven to deep left field. Tommy Davis to the wall. It is gone. Costco in a low line drive that carried over the left field wall 370 feet away and the Dodgers have come up with two in a hurry and for Andy Costco 19 home runs 74 runs batted in two books of Union Auto Autos script Andy and the family and two books of the Community Settlement Association 4366 Mariposa Street in Riverside here's Jimmy LaFever he takes a screwball for a strike going one Oh, and one, the count of Lefevre. Jim hitting 234. The strike one pitch on the way. Fastball swung on and missed. Boy, he hurried that thing to the plate. Oh, and two. Here in the inning with one out, Sizemore hit a fastball up the alley for a double. And with two out, Costco hit a home run. So it's 2 nothing Dodgers. Oh, and two to Jim. Norm Miller very deep in left center. The strike two pitch on the way is fouled at the plate. Nor was missed and dropped by Edwards, so Johnny picks it up and throws him out at first base. So Lefevre strikes out, and the Dodgers settle for two runs, two hits, and at the end of one, Dodgers two, Astros nothing. got to get on a day like this is Bergie. Bergie puts light, mellow refreshment right where you want it. And Bergie's comfortable, too. Brewed with soft water, so it tastes beautiful every time. So go ahead. On a day like this, you deserve a comfortable kind of beer. Bergie. The right day, a Bergie day, it's a comfortable kind of End of one, the Dodgers two, and the Astros nothing. Among the good folks here with us tonight, we have a group of fans as guests of the Wills Newcomb Stolen Base Franchises Incorporated. Let's see, we also have the parishioners of Our Lady of the Holy Rosary Church in Sun Valley. There are 80 older boys, 25 octagons, sponsored by the Sun Valley Optimist Club of Sun Valley, and 25 priests as guests of Pastor Martin D. McGovern. Uh, we're delighted to have the good folks from Our Lady of the Holy Rosary Church all the way from Sun Valley. Second inning, two to nothing in favor of the Dodgers. 
The batter will be Dennis Menke, who pulls his foul outside of third and down the line. 0-1. Dennis Menke, at one time a member of the Atlanta Braves, but at the wrong time, huh? But Dennis having a fine year with Houston, hitting 266, his 10 home runs and 90 RBIs. Don Sutton leading two to nothing, so the Dodgers have gotten him as many runs in the first inning as they have gotten him in his last two games. Delivers 0-1 and it's high. One ball, one strike. Oh, here's a good reminder for you folks. The Mobile Home and Trailer Show at Dodger Stadium will be open to the public. The dealer days are October the 26th to the 28th, and it'll be open to the public from October the 29th to November the 2nd. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Menke, and that misses ball two, two and one. That's the greatest show on wheels, the Mobile Home and Trailer Show. October's 26th to 28th, dealer days. October 29th, November the 2nd, open to the public. Two and one, the count to Dennis Menke. Don Sutton into the windup. Over the top fastball is popped in the air foul to the right of the plate. Stinson and Lefevre. Let's see. It will be Lefevre in front of the Astro dugout. One away. Doug Rader coming out. Rader hitting 247. He has 11 home runs, 81 runs batted in. Right hand hitting third baseman with Johnny Edwards on deck. Sutton hands it aside, looks into Bob Stinson. Now Don nodding yes, into the windup, right hand already and delivers, and it's grounded up along third foul. Sully Parker scoops it up. On one to count. Dodgers and Astros the next two nights. Claude Osteen and Larry Durker tomorrow night. Bill Singer and Jim Ray on the last night of the year, as far as baseball in our town is concerned, October the second, Thursday night. Raider waiting. Sutton comes right back to him, 0-1, and the curve is low. One and one. Don, both feet on the rubber. Johnny Edwards, the catcher, on deck. Sutton into the windup, and his 1-1 pitch. Fastball in there, on the corner. Tough pitch to hit. One and two. He got the inside corner at the knees. Don Sutton reading Bob Stinson. Stinson making his debut in a starting role. There's a high pop fly to shallow center. Grabarkowitz makes a complete turn and handles it for the out. So the shortstop goes back to get it. Two down. The batter will be Johnny Edwards. Edwards hitting 231. John with six home runs, 50 runs batted in. Edwards, left-hand hitter. John has done a great job. Everyone with the Houston Ball Club was saying earlier this year, and by earlier I just mean prior to their elimination from the pennant race, that he might very well have been their most valuable player. The day-to-day service he provided behind the plate helping the pitchers and timely hitting. Johnny Edwards. 
He's the boy who graduated from Ohio State with a degree in ceramic engineering. Breaking ball over for a strike, 0-1. In this day and age of high speeds, why ceramics of all kinds are used as a deterrent to burn. And although many ballplayers used to kid him about, you mean you needed a degree to make ashtrays, it's quite a business. He takes inside, one and one. Ceramic engineering. One and one to Johnny. Two out in the second inning, two to nothing Dodgers. Sutton into the windup, and the one-one pitch on the way. Breaking ball low, ball two. Two and one. Dodgers have won 10 out of 15. Five out of six here, five of nine in Houston. Repeat a note that we checked on earlier, because now the Atlanta Braves and the New York Mets will square off the best three out of five in the playoffs to determine the National League pennant winners. You might wonder what they have done against each other this year. 2-1 pitch, outside, ball three. Well, in their 12 meetings, 12 instead of 18, because naturally Atlanta in the west and New York in the east, in their 12 meetings, the Mets beat the Braves 8 out of 12, and they had the edge in both ballparks. They won 4 out of 6 in Georgia and in New York. There's a line drive to right field, but right at Willie Crawford, and that'll do it. So Edwards hit the ball sharply at the right fielder. There's... Astros have gone one, two, three. And at the end of an inning and a half, the Dodgers two and Houston nothing. You know, if Farmer John were ever to fly a pennant over his place like they do over the stadium of the world champions, boy, no doubt its color would be a rosy pink. It would be in honor of his Farmer John sausage. You see, the color of sausage tells a lot about its freshness. And Farmer John's sausage is as fresh as you can buy. It's made from fresh eastern corn-fed pork, brought out here live, then U.S. inspected and dressed fresh right here in the West. So it's always rosy fresh, never gray like sausage shipped in frozen or cold storage. Farmer John's sausage has a tantalizing taste all its own, too. It's seasoned to an old-time Western recipe. So there's the genuine flavor of the West in every tender, juicy morsel. Farmer John's sausage makes the West's best breakfast and a mighty nice supper, too. Discover this for yourself one evening this week. Farmer John, Fresh Country Sausage, gold medal winner at the California State Fair. Easternmost in quality and the westernmost in flavor. Two to nothing in favor of the Dodgers. Let's use the time right now and pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. You can charge your purchases and take many months to pay at Rental City, 1940 East Van Buren, Phoenix, where you can use your Arizona Bank, Bank Camara card. ATAR Phoenix. Bottom of the second inning, the Dodgers two, the Astros nothing, on a double by Ted Sizemore and a home run by Andy Costco. In the second inning, Sudeikis, Russell, and Stinson. Breaking ball way inside, almost nailed him, ball one. Master checking with Johnny Edwards. Now the 1-0 pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. Screwball. 1-1 one one to Bill Sudeikis. The crowd reacting in the background, seeing the name up on the message board. We told you about the folks in Sun Valley from Our Lady of the Rosary. And also, I think there's from Glendale Academy. And oh, God, there are all kinds of folks with us tonight. Happily to say. The 1-1 one one pitch. 
is a fly ball to right center field. Jesus Salu has plenty of room to roam, but he goes almost to the track to handle it. One away. That'll bring up Bill Russell. Russell playing center field. And Bob Stinson in the on-deck circle. In doing more figuring, in, in case you might want to get into a discussion and be armed with some facts about the upcoming playoff in the National League, we told you the Mets have won 8 out of 12 from the Braves, but it is not a one-sided type thing. There's a ground ball inside third by a diving Raiders. And Russell, with those young legs, he breezes into second base. So a one-out double for Billy the Kid, and that'll bring up Bob Stinson. Bob Stinson hit 281 at Spokane. Right-hand batter. So Bob at the plate. Right-hand batter waiting. Stinson well put together. He's 5'11", 180-pounder. He's from North Carolina. Right-hand batter. Foul tips a curveball, and I took a bite out of Eddie Vargo. 0-1. Bob Stinson was converted in the minor leagues from an outfielder to a catcher. He's 24. He's been playing professionally in 1966, and he has made the usual stop. Santa Barbara, Ogden, Albuquerque, Spokane, and now Los Angeles. The pitch, fastball, low, one and one. His first name is Goral, G-O-R-R-E-L-L. The R, Robert, and hence the name Bob. So Bob Stinson. Now the next pitch of the plate is screwball fouled away. Back to the screen in the count, one and two. On deck will be Don Sutton, a good hitting pitcher. One and two, the count to Bob Stinson. Bill Russell at second base, one out in the second inning. Dodgers two, Astros nothing. Dodgers with three hits, two doubles and a home run. Fastball is fouled away. Stinson did not get around on it, and it's off to the right. He's been set up, slow-breaking ball, then a screwball, and then, as Roy Campanella called it, the express. And he was still swinging at a local, so he fouled it off to the right. The next one on the hands and foul back. So Stinson fighting LaMastra up there, and the count remains one and two. Dodgers two, Astros nothing, bottom of the second inning. Each of wandering off somewhere. Atlanta beat Cincinnati three to two. Oh, to complete the thought on a couple of facts you might want for your discussions about the upcoming playoff about Atlanta and New York. The one-two pitch swung on and missed strike three. There were five shutouts in the 12 games. Mets pitchers shut out the Braves four times. And the Mets were shut out once by the Braves. In the total run scored, not really much to choose from, 44 to 37. So the Mets scored seven more runs than the Braves. And they won eight of 12. 
You can take all of that almost and throw it out the window, of course, when you get down to the clutch pressure of a playoff. The master ready in the pitch to Don Sutton is swung out and missed on one. Two down here in the second inning. Two nothing Dodgers. On deck is leadoff man Billy Grabarkowitz. Now the strike one pitch on the way. In there. Strike two. Oh and two. That almost looked like a knuckleball that time. Well, the Giants took the field up at Candlestick knowing that they were eliminated, but they still went charging after San Diego. They scored three times in the first inning. So at the end of one, the Giants three, San Diego nothing. The pitch outside, one and two. One and two, the count of Don Sutton. Now left-handed Lamaster's pitch is fouled away. Sutton chasing it, let go of the bat, and it went way off to the left of the plate. Danny Ozark comes down to retrieve it for him. It has been a good year for Don. Oh, I guess Don inside has a lot of disappointments. He thought he would win 20. He felt he would win 20. He wanted to win 20. But boy, the defeat started to come down like rain. And the next thing you know, 17 and 17. But it has been a big year for him in the learning process. He's going to work close to 300 innings. Fastball is swung on and missed, and down he goes. He's 117, and the Dodgers feel that this might have been the biggest year of his life as far as learning to be a big league pitcher. No runs, one hit. A man left at second at the end of two. The Dodgers two, and the Astros nothing. Camp West Industries, located at 2802 Grand Avenue in Phoenix, is camper headquarters in the Valley. It's the home of Tramper Camper, the quality-built camper that offers more for your camper dollar, and the beautiful Travette, the Cadillac of campers. Camp West features many accessories for your camper. In fact, everything that goes in, on, or around the camper. If the call of the desert, a rushing stream, tall pines, and the outdoors is your pleasure, a camper is the answer. Build your own. Camp West Industries has everything you need to do just that. But whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or prefer the ready-made type for quality campers and camper accessories, the place to see is Camp West at 2802 Grand Avenue. Easy to get to. Just north of Thomas Road and a block west of Black Canyon Freeway on Grand Avenue. Camp West is open six days a week, Monday through Friday till 9, Saturday till 5. So before you buy your camper, see Camp West, your volume camper dealer. For quality, price, and service, that's Camp West Industries, 2802 Grand Avenue in Phoenix. The under two innings, the Dodgers two runs, three hits, if two doubles and a home run. Andy Cusco homered with Ted Sizemore aboard. The Astros, no runs, two hits, and no errors. Let's go to the third. And for more play-by-play, -play, here's Jerry Doggett. All right, Vinny, Denny LeMaster will start it off for the Astros. LeMaster, Morgan, and Alou coming on here. Denny, who was raised in Oxnard, coming up to bat. His record is 1-4 and four against the Dodgers this year. He's 12-13 and 13 with them lifetime. So Denny throws left, bats on the right side. Don Sutton ready to work to him, leading 2 to nothing on Andy Costco's first-inning home run. Sutton got out of a first inning scrape by striking out Davis and Miller. There's a swing and a foul on the ground behind the plate strike one. Bobby Stinson is the catcher. Sutton the pitcher. Lefevre at first. Sizemore at second. Rebarkowitz at short. And Sudeikis at third. Costco, Russell, and Crawford in the outfield. 
It is strike one. The pitch on the way to LeMaster. Popped up on the right side. Sizemore going out. Coming in as Crawford and Crawford calls. Makes the catch and it's one away. So LeMaster out on a pop fly to the right fielder Willie Crawford. The Dodgers peg it around the infield and up now will be Joe Morgan. Morgan flied to center his first time up. Little Joe batting 234 with 15 homers and 42 runs batted in. The story of the Astros this year might be good at home, bad on the road. They've won 28 and lost 50 away from home. They won 52 and lost 29 at home. They have more home victories than any other club in the division. Even Atlanta, the winner, has only won 50 at home and has one more to play. So the Astros with a 52 and 29 home record, but on the road, they are something else again. 22 games under the 500 mark. So playing in the dome really helped their team. Strike one count to Morgan. The pitch on the way outside. That was a screwball. One and one. That would seem to move away. So perhaps something trying something a little different. That fastball ran away from a left-hand hitter. Don will try the knuckleball now and then. Claude Osteen is experimenting with the knuckleball. One ball, one strike. Osteen goes tomorrow night against Durker. Singer and Ray on Thursday. Here's a pop foul out of play to the left side. That'll go behind the Dodger dugout. The Dodgers need to win one game from the Astros to finish ahead of them in the season's play. In the standings on the season's play, the Dodgers are 10 and 5 and 5 and 1 here at Dodger Stadium. So Morgan waiting with a one ball, two strike count. The pitch on the way, curve high. Ball two, strike two now the count. Morgan waiting, Alou on deck. Now again, Don Sutton checks his sign. The wind-up and the pitch on the way. Foul off third base. This is going to be out of play. A number of the Dodgers will be in the Arizona Instructional League beginning, well, they've already started down there, actually. Some of the fellows have reported. Three of the Dodger youngsters will be attending Arizona State College and playing in the Instructional League also. Garvey, Valentine, and Buckner. Breaking ball is low and inside ball three, three and two. Also, Russell, Grabarkowitz, and Sudeikis are going over to the instructional league. Sizemore will go for a while. And Teddy will go mainly to learn a little more about base running while Maury Wilt is over there instructing some of the young infielders. So that will take, uh, well, that instructional league goes until almost Thanksgiving. There's a ground ball hit back behind second base through the center field of base set. So Joe Morgan singled through the middle of the center, hit number three for Houston, and it brings to bat Jesus Alou. He lined a single to right his first time up. In the instructional league, they play a regular schedule of games. The emphasis, of course, is on finesse and learning some of the finer points to kind of force feed these players to bring them to the major leagues that much quicker. I think that Bobby Stinson's going to go over there too. So several of the youngsters will be playing for another, well, month and a half anyway. They also have an instructional league in Florida. 
Here's the look, and the pitch on the way is a little low, ball one. One ball and no strike. We have heard that Bobby Stinson behind the plate has a very good arm. So we'd kind of like to see Morgan try to run and see Stinson try to throw him out. Bobby reported to have a good arm. That's one of the reasons they converted him from outfielding into catching. Morgan bluffs, and the pitch is a curve low, ball two. two and oh. His club is trailing by two, though, so perhaps Morgan will not run in this spot. Two balls, no strikes to Alou with Bluffery on deck. Don Wilson, fine pitcher for the Astros, did not make the trip. He has a bad shoulder, and the season is over for Don. Astros wind up with a 20-game winner, Durker, and he will pitch tomorrow night. Durker has won 20 and lost 12. Morgan at first base, leading off, and Sutton now trying to hold him on, and Stinson giving out the signs. And another throw over there, and again, Morgan gets back. 2-0 count. They might put a play on here with a little a good hit-and-run man up there. He handles the bat well, goes to right field well, so they might have a play. Outfield shifts a little to the right on him. There he goes, and the pitch is low. Here's Stinson's throw, and it's high in the center field. So Bobby's first chance, and he throws it away. Well... Pressure might have been on a little bit because Bobby really sailed that one on through in the center field. It'll be a stolen base, no error. Russell back to play up in a hurry. Well, he said he had a strong arm, and he, yes, he sure has. He sailed that one over everybody. count to Alou. The pitch now on the way and a breaking ball outside ball three. Three and one. So Bobby Stinson in his first chance sails one to center. But I don't know how Bobby feels. He's just a youngster and he's nervous. There's no doubt about it. Three and one the count. One out. Morgan on second. Now the pitch. Ground ball towards second. Sizemore backs up. Gets a good hop. Throws to first in time. Alou is out and down to third goes Morgan. So Alou grounds out in the battle will be Kirk Bluffery who had a pop fly that fell in for a base hit on the left field his first time up. Bluffery, the first baseman coming on. Runner on the third, Bluffery at bat, Davis to follow, Tommy Davis. Stinson, of course, caught... of course, calling the signs behind the plate, calling the pitches for Sutton. And he's never seen the Astros before. Oh, he might have seen them in spring training. So Sutton will probably help him out as far as pitch selection is concerned. And they probably had a talk before the game. Morgan on third base. Here's the windup and the pitch on the way. Basketball outside, ball one. Bleffery ran up as if to bunt that one. One ball and no strikes. In case you missed it earlier, the Atlanta Braves beat Cincinnati 3-2. to two. They came from behind with two in the seventh inning to do it. They won their tenth straight game. So they really closed with a rush and win the Western Division. The ground ball to the right side. It goes through a base hit. The run is in as Bluffery grounds a single through the right side. So Bluffery gets his second hit of the game. A run batted in. 
as Morgan scores from third. And Tommy Davis comes up. He struck out his first time at bat. In that game at Atlanta tonight, they had 43,974, so a big crowd in Georgia for the ball game. And they have one more left. That'll be on Thursday. The Braves play the Reds Thursday night. So that'll just be practice game now. Necro was the winner. He won 23 games this year. Pitches low for a ball. One ball, no strike. Nolan was the loser. Wilhelm relieved after they hit for Necro in the seventh inning when they scored the run. Atlanta led one to nothing. Then the Reds scored two in the fifth inning to take a two to one lead. And the Braves came back to score two in the seventh and win. Now the pitch to Tommy Davis. A strike on a fastball, one and one. Pinch hitter Lum single. Pinch hitter Gar walked. Granger came in, and then Mian grounded into a force play. Gonzalez singled to tie the score, and then after Aaron got on, Carty hit a sacrifice fly to score the winning run. One and one the count. Pitch comes in, a swing, a long drive to left center field. This one's going to be in for an extra base and into the seat for a home run. Tommy Davis lines one right over the 380 mark into the left center field stand. And Houston leads 3-2. to two. So Tommy Davis zips one on out of here, and the Astros have taken over the lead now. And Norm Miller comes to bat. In the inning with one out, Morgan single, then with two out, Bleffrey singles, and Tommy Davis now has hit the home run. For Tommy, that's his first home run with the Astros since coming to them from Seattle. This is his 23rd game. The pitch to Norm Miller. A swing and a miss, strike one. For Sutton, that's the 25th home run that he has allowed. He leads the staff in that number. 3-2 score, the Astros leading as we play in the third inning. Sutton appears to have good stuff, but he's been touched up here for the three runs. Breaking ball is a strike, and it is 0-2 to Norm Miller, batting from the left side. Miller is playing in center tonight. Jimmy Wynn is not in the lineup. Dennis Menke on deck. Tomorrow night, Jerker against Osteen, and on Thursday night, Singer against Ray. Don Sutton ready, and the windup and the pitch on the way. Curve, strike three call. Got the inside corner with it, and he's out on strike. The third strikeout for Sutton. Astros are gone in the third, but they score three times on three hits and had none left on. The score at the end of two and a half innings of play, Astros three, Dodgers two. TransUnion 76 Racing Gasoline, the gasoline that has won more races in the West than any other brand you can name, will be at it again Sunday, October the 5th at the newly remodeled Riverside Raceway. It's the official gasoline for drivers competing in the Mission Bell 250, last of the 12 Trans Am Series, Sponsored by the Sports Car Club of America. Start of the race is 2 p.m. And some of the top names you'll be seeing include Mark Donahue, Parnelli Jones, George Palmer, Jerry Titus, Ronnie Bucknam, and Jerry Grant. And they'll be driving their factory-prepared Mustangs and Javelins, Camaros, and Firebirds. Yes, it's the kind of excitement Southern Californians have been waiting for. So be sure to join Union 76 Racing Gasoline, where the action is at the Mission Bell 250. 2 p.m. Sunday, October the 5th, at Riverside Raceway. 
When the top name drivers are looking for a win in the West, they look up to 76. Denny LeMaster has a one-run lead now as he goes to work in the bottom of the third inning. Grabarka with Sizemore and Crawford coming on. Billy Grabarka would slide the left field at first time up. Tommy Davis has a two-run homer now to put the Astros in front. Grabarka with Sizemore and Crawford here in the third inning. Billy Waits, Denny Lamaster into the windup, and his pitch on the way. Screwball is outside ball one. 1 0 the count. Same club tomorrow night. Hope you can come out and take in some more baseball. The Dodgers have two left for you, and they'll pack it away until 1970. Fastball low, ball two, two balls, no strikes. 2 0 the count. Now LeMaster into the windup and his pitch on the way. The pitch to Grabarka with the strike on the inside corner around the knees. Good pitch by LeMaster, two and one. Raider a third coming in a little bit at third base, expecting a bunt perhaps from Grabarkowitz. Lefrey, the first baseman, plays up even with the bag and wide of the line. Outfield swung a little to the left. Here's the pitch. Curveball, a swung on a missed strike, two, two and two to Grabarkowitz. Billy hasn't played much. He's been in 34 games, has had only 61 at bats. He's been used quite a bit as a runner. He's not had too much chance to play. He's had only six hits. Two-two count. Now the pitch. A swing and a miss. Strike three. Fastball and down goes Grabarkowitz. One away. Strikeout number four for LeMaster. And here's Ted Sizemore who doubled and then scored on Costco's home run. Sizemore looking to third as he gets ready to walk into the batter's box. Willie Crawford do up next. Now LeMaster ready and the pitch on the way. Curveball has bounced foul past third. Strike one. Sizemore doubled his first time up. Hit a line drive into left center field. Dodgers have three hits, two doubles, and a home run. The Astros have four singles and a home run. 0-1 pitch. LeMaster ready. Here it is. Curveball lined along the left field line going foul ball. So Sizemore pulls the breaking ball. Foul. Strike two to Ted. Nothing in two of the count. Now again, the windup and the pitch on the way. Swung on and missed strike three. So Denny LeMaster has his strikeout pitch with him tonight. That's five strikeouts in two and two-third innings. Here's Willie Crawford. He grounded out first uh, pitcher to first his first time up. So Crawford at bat with Costco on deck. Now the pitch on the way, foul, back over the screen for a strike, 0-1. In looking at the standings, 
it looks as if the rest of the league really took picks on the expansion clubs because as of this moment, there are only three clubs out of the 12 who have not played 500 ball or better. Those three would be Philadelphia and Montreal in the east and San Diego in the west. Everybody else 500 or better. Strike two on a fastball to Willie Crawford. The Cardinals are 85 and 74. They're fourth in the Eastern Division. Houston 80 and 79 are the closest to the 500 in the West. The Dodgers are 83 and 76. Curveball is outside to Crawford, one and two. San Diego's lost 109 games, Montreal 108. So the expansion clubs had about the same fate. Here's a swing and a miss, strike three, and he strikes out the side. Six strikeouts for Denny LeMaster, who's on his game. Three up and three down, and the score at the end of three innings of play. Astro three, the Dodgers two. Well, strong is certainly when some fan is sitting out in the bleachers in center field yelling his head over the umpire, and the umpire hears it. Strong is also the thirst you get sitting out in the bleachers in center field yelling your head over the umpire. Strong is what a beverage, any kind of beverage, has to be to kill that thirst. And strong is Schlitz malt liquor. It's the kind of strong that stands up over ice when other brews go blah. It was brewed to drink as cold as you please because when you've got a strong thirst, Drinking something wet isn't nearly as satisfying as drinking something cold and wet. With Schlitz malt liquor, you can kill your thirst and get air conditioned at the same time without sacrificing taste. So you know it's got to be strong. It comes in a can with a bull on the label. And there's a bull on the label because there's a bull in the can. Remember, nobody makes malt liquor like Schlitz. Nobody. We've played three innings, and the Astros lead three to two. Three runs, five hits, no errors. The Dodgers, two runs, three hits, and no errors. Well, the Astros coming to bat now to face John Sutton, Menke, Raider, and Edwards do up here. And let's go on to the fourth. Back to play here's then. All right, Jerry, three, two Astros. And Dennis Menke will start it off, Doug Raider, and then Johnny Edwards. So ironic for Don Sutton. He's given as many runs as he's had in his last two outings, and yet he is behind. A high foul off first to the Astro dugout comes Lefevre and misses the ball and goes into the dugout. A great all-out effort for Jim. Here we are on the 30th of September. No pennant involved. Boy, he went right down into the well after it. Jimmy's all right, although for a moment there it looked like he might hurt his right arm because as he was going down the stairs, he instinctively had the right arm out to find out where the roof was and maybe use it. They might have twisted it just a little, but he appears to be okay. Dennis Menke at the plate. 0-1 the count of the right-hand hitting shortstop, and Don Sutton's breaking ball is in the dirt. 1-1. One one. Don ready and the 1 1 pitch on the way. Breaking ball over for a strike and the count 1 and 2. Don reading Bob Stinson. 
Now shutting into the windup and the one-two pitch on the way. Breaking ball swung on and missed, and down goes Dennis Menke. So Denny Lamaster has struck out a half a dozen. And that's the fourth strikeout for Don Sutton. Doug Rader popped out in the second inning to Billy Grabarkowitz. Sutton, both feet on the rubber, looks in to get a sign. Now into the windup, Don ready and delivers. And the breaking ball down and away, ball one to Rader. Uh, hold everything now. Ed Vargo brings the right hand up, so the scoreboard has one over, but make it 0 and 1. Oh, that's a strike. 0 and 1 to count to Doug Rader. Don checking. Now the strike one pitch on the way. Raider takes inside. It gets through Stinson and the count one ball, one strike. One and one. One ball and one strike. The count to Doug Raider. Don Sutton checking with Stinson now to the windup. And Don works the plate, and it's lifted to right center field. Russell flying over, so is Crawford. It's one-handed by Crawford. So Doug Rader loses an extra base hit. The ball was slicing away from Russell, but at the same time slicing towards Crawford, and he speared it. That's stuck in his station break. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. KDAR Phoenix. Johnny Edwards at the plate. Edwards left-hand batter times one and whacks it into left field for a base hit. Andy Costco up with it and gets it back in. So that catch by Crawford probably saved a run, followed by the shot by Edwards. And with two out, leading three to two, here is Denny Lamaster. Three runs and a half a dozen hits for Houston. The Astros have won one game so far at Dodger Stadium this year. Dodgers have won five out of six here from the Texans. Denny Lamaster, right-hand batter waiting. Sutton at the belt, has a look over at first. Now works the plate, and it's low, ball one. One and all. Three runs, six hits for Houston. Two runs, three hits for the Dodgers in the fourth inning. Don't forget Claude Osteen for his last try in quest of win number 20. He'll go against young Larry Durker, who's already salted away 20. There's the ball hit up the middle down to shortstop, picked up by Grabarco. It steps on the bag, and that'll do it. As Lamaster tried to check his swing and hits into the fours. No runs, one hit, a man left. At the end of three and a half innings, the Astros three and the Dodgers two. Friends, part of the business of big league baseball are the road trips, and road trips happen to be an important part of Farmer John's pork business, too. He does his tripping to where the pork is best, to the famous corn country back east. That's where he gets eastern corn-fed pork, the finest. Then he brings it out here live, and it's U.S. inspected and dressed fresh right here in the West. Most other packers ship their pork in frozen or cold storage. So Farmer John pork is as fresh as you can buy. Remember this the next time you buy pork at your market, and make the next time soon. Get yourself a lean, luscious Farmer John pork roast. Or how about this, some sweet, succulent Farmer John pork chops. Or maybe a few pounds of marvelous, meaty Farmer John spare ribs. 
just be sure to ask the butcher for Farmer John pork, and then you'll know it's strictly fresh. Farmer John, fresh pork, gold medal winner at the California State Fair. Put it on your shopping list. Good idea to do it right now. Bottom of the fourth inning, 3-2 Astros on the message board. Happy anniversary to Alex and Polly Wilson of Burbank on their 30th wedding day. Andy Here's Andy Costco. Hit a two-run home run in the first inning to give the Dodgers a temporary 2-0 lead. But the Astros roared back. A two-run home run by Tommy Davis put them out in front. So it's 3-2 Houston in the fourth inning. Costco will be followed by Lefebvre and Sudeikis. They load up the left side on Andy, and the pitch is low and inside a half swing, and let's see if he fouled it back or not. Andy turned as if to question the call. It got Vargo on the right leg, so apparently Andy was checking that the plate umpire was okay. So Ed Vargo hit on the right leg by the foul ball, 0-1. Joe Morgan has joined Dennis Menke and Doug Rader on the left side. It's the first time we've seen an infield load up against Costco. Kurt Bleffery is all alone on the right side of the infield. It's strike one pitch to Andy. Screwball, he tried to take it to right field, but he popped it to Bleffery. So Andy was trying to do it, couldn't, and popped out. Here's Jimmy Lefebvre, struck out in the first inning. LeMaster, by striking out the side in the third inning, had a string of five consecutive strikeouts snap when Costco just popped up. The record is eight, and I finally found out why. And it was Del Crandall, who manages the Dodgers' Albuquerque team, who explained it. The pitch to Jimmy LeFever is strike, 0-1. It always amazed me that the record of eight consecutive strikeouts was held by somebody who did not throw hard at all. A fellow who pitched with the then Milwaukee Braves by the name of Max Sircon. Here's the strike one pitch on the way. Lefevre grounds it sharply to third. It's dug out by Raider, who throws him out. Two down. And the other night when Dell was paying us a visit here at Dodger Stadium, somehow or other we got on the subject of the old Milwaukee team and Max Sircon, and that led to the record of eight. And Dell said, well, do you ever know the story about that? And I said, no. I said, how in the world did Max Sircon ever strike out eight in a row? Well, he said it was tough in the pennant race with the Cincinnati Reds. And it was one of those games where the Reds had an early lead, and it was threatening weather, and they expected it to rain. Here's Bill Sudeikis, and he takes way inside ball one. And Crandall said, in order to make out as quickly as possible, and thereby make it an official game and win the game, the Reds were going up to the plate and just swinging at anything. And eight in a row struck out. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Sudeikis takes low ball two. And then, and then, as so often happens, instead of it coming down and holding on to the victory, there was no rain. The game went nine, and Milwaukee pulled it out and won. But that's how that record got in the books. Eight in a row. Max Sircon, the pitch outside. I think the fellow who snapped the string was a tough second baseman by the name of Johnny Temple. Three and all, the count of Bill Sudeikis. There have been other fellows to do it, but their names are guys who can throw the ball. Pitch for a strike, three and one. You know, you're talking about Jim Maloney, Don Wilson, and Johnny Padres had a big night here, you remember. But the first time was done by Max Sircott, and I couldn't figure that out until Del Crandall explained it all. That was in 19... 
1953. The pitch is strike in the count three and two. 1953, the Braves made their first serious run at the Dodgers, but the Dodgers were able to win the pennant and go into the World Series. But that was the race. And that's how Max Sircon struck out eight in a row. 3-2 pitch is a high pop fly around the bag at second. Dennis Menke looks at little Joe Morgan. And Morgan is there to handle it, and the inning is over. So at the end of four, as the Dodgers go out in order, the Astros three, and the Dodgers two. Through four innings, the Astros three runs, six hits and no errors. The Dodgers two runs, three hits. On the message board, nice to have with us the Kiwanis Club at Sunset Echo Park. 120 loyal Dodgers fans here tonight. We're happy to have them with us. Joe Morgan, Jesus Salu, and Kurt Bleffery in that order. 3-2 Houston. Little Joe, left-hand hitter with stock. Morgan, despite on the small side, has 15 home runs. Only one man on the Astro squad who has hit more. And he's a fellow just about the same size. Jim Wynn, who has 33. Morgan bunts foul up to the left of the plate. Win a powerhouse, 33 home runs and 87 runs batted in. So Joe Morgan, Alou and Bleffery, and if anybody gets on Tommy Davis, Tommy has ridden the elevator. He struck out with two on in the first inning and hit one out with a man aboard next time up. Sutton into the windup and the strike one pitch and knuckleball over for a strike, 0 and 2. Claude Osteen tomorrow night. Osteen and Larry Durker. Claude trying to win 20. Durker has already won 20. He's lost 12. Strike two pitch on the way. High, ball one. One and two. Larry Durker is the best pitcher on the Houston squad. He has the most victories, 20. He has a fine earned run average of 2.2. He has the most complete games, 19. And tomorrow night, he'll go into the 300-inning class. Boy, has he matured in a hurry. The one-two pitch on the way, low ball two. Remember, not too many years ago, when they would count the pitches made by Durker, and at a certain number, out he would come because he was too young and the arm too precious to overwork. But now, he'll be going across the 300-inning mark, and you've got to be a man to go that far tomorrow night. Two and two, the count of Joe Morgan. Sutton ready, Don delivers, and it's a line drive over the straining reach of Ted Sizemore out into right center. Russell gets it back in quickly on one strong hop, and Morgan holds on. Talking about the 300-inning class, Singer has worked 306. Osteen, who goes tomorrow night, has worked 312. Sutton, if he could go nine, would finish up with 295. There goes little Joe. Alou throws his bat and misses, and there goes a throw by young Stinson out into center, and Russell can't recover it, and Morgan goes head first into third. So Bob Stinson, in his major league debut, is no doubt fighting the butterflies, and he has made his second bad throw into center field. No damage done as he gets a little experience. 0-1 the count.
be a stolen base and end the error. Jesus Alou trying to protect his runner through the bat at the ball. On one the count. So with nobody out, a runner at third and the Dodger infield is up. Astros three, Dodgers two. Bob Stinson in his debut in a starting role has tossed a couple away, although charged with only one error. The next pitch fouled away in the count 0 and 2. We were talking before about innings pitched and how Brewer, uh, excuse me, how Osteen has worked 312 and Singer 306. And of course, Don Sutton will not quite get to the 300 mark unless he relieves after starting tonight. So immediately in talking about 300 innings, you think of Don Drysdale. Drysdale had four years in a row we worked over 300. Pitch on the hands fouled away. The most innings worked in one year by Drysdale was 1964. He worked 321 innings. Now, if Osteen can go nine tomorrow night, it would be a pretty good chance he would win his 20th, and he would have worked 321. 0 oh and 2 the count to Alu. Sutton ready and delivers inside. Ball one. The difference when Drysdale worked 321, he had worked two prior years in a row, was his third straight over 300. And he had another one left the following year. For Osteen, he has never worked 300. Prior to this, 288 is high. Here's the one-two pitch to Alou, a big chopper to Grabarkowitz. He holds Morgan and throws out Alou. Throw one away, a runner holding at third, and the batter will be Kurt Bleffery. Bleffery, single to left, single to right. He's two for two. Bluffery was aboard when Tommy Davis reached the seats in deep left center. Infield stays up with one out. Sutton looks to Stinson. Now Don into the windup. And the first pitch hold everything, says Ed Vargo. So time apparently called prior to the pitch. Asked for and granted. So no pitch. Bluffery waiting. Morgan down the line from third. The pitch of the left-hand batter is outside. Ball one. Astros three, Dodgers two. We're in the fifth inning. One out. Don into the windup and the 1-0 pitch on the way. Fastball hit into left center field and deep. Russell going away back to the track and makes the catch, and Morgan can just about come home on his hands. And it is four to two, Houston, on a long fly ball out by Kurt Bleffery. So for Sutton, he gives up a base hit, a stolen base, and Stinson throws one away, and with one out, a scoring fly ball. Here's Tommy Davis in a line drive home run to left center. Fouls the first one off the end of the bat and it rolls over to the Houston dugout. 
Tommy Davis. That home run that he hit was his first since coming back to the National League, and appropriately enough, he hit somewhere he used to hit a lot at Dodger Stadium. 0-1 to Tommy Davis. Don Sutton ready and a knuckler inside goes all the way back. And Bob Stinson, I guess, has not handled knuckleballs very much as full can. And he's going to get Ed Vargo chewed up behind the plate. Stinson missed the knuckler, and it got Vargo on the left foot. One and one to count. Sutton into the windup. Back he comes, 1-1. One, one. Breaking ball over, strike two. One and two. Two down here in the fifth inning. The Astros leading four to two. Don Sutton trying to win his 18th, trying to finish up the year above 500. He's right at the line going in. 17 up and down. One two pitch fouled away off to the right out of play. That'll carry to the second deck, and it's still one and two. The end of three and a half at Candlestick. The Giants three, San Diego nothing. That's Al Santorini and Gaylord Perry. It is all for naught, however, in the sense that Atlanta clinched the Western Division title by beating Cincinnati earlier, 3-2. to two. One, two pitch, knuckleball, lifted to left center, but Costco cruising over with Russell. It's Andy making the catch for the out. One run, one hit, one error, nobody left, and at the end of four and a half, the Astros four and the Dodgers two. Hey, Hobie Alter, who do you look up to when everyone around you is being wiped out by some wild surf at Waimea Bay? I look up to the Haleiwa life-saving team, but usually all I see when I look up is another 25-foot wave. Hey, Hobie Alter, who do you look up to when your car isn't taking the big hills like it should? I look up to 76. Those guys can really spot the trouble fast. They really know cars. They're trained that way. When you're looking for someone to look at to 76 to pinpoint your car's problem and look up to 76 to keep it from happening again with the finest in auto care products like our union super motor oil the oil designed for today's supercars Bottom of the fifth inning, the Astros four runs, seven hits, and no errors. The Dodgers two runs, three hits, and one error. Bill Russell, Bob Stinson, and Don Sutton. Johnny Ramsey made one of his rare mistakes. Bill Russell will start it off. Welcome to the club, John. Okay, Bill Russell is now officially at the plate. Denny LeMaster into the windup and delivers, and the first one is low and inside, ball one, one and oh. Russell doubled in the second inning, one for one. LeMaster gave up two runs in the first inning, but he has settled down considerably. Next pitch missed, ball two. He's allowed one hit since. He has struck out a half a dozen, including five in a row. For LeMaster, Denny has won 12. 
He has beaten the Dodgers once, and they have beaten him four times. His fastball is low, ball three. He has pitched well on most occasions. He lost when he allowed two earned runs. He lost when he allowed one earned run. He lost when he allowed four earned runs. nine innings and then he lost when he allowed five earned runs and five that was the one time he really didn't have it fastball over for a strike three and one to count Denver Clayton Lamaster Johnny Edwards setting a target and the three one pitch to Russell half swing for a strike he wasn't totally committed on that he wasn't quite sure whether to swing or not full count Master into the windup and the 3-2 pitch on the way. Fastball is low, ball four. So Bill Russell trying to lead the Dodgers back. Comes up with a walk and that's the first pass issued by LeMaster. The batter will be Bob Stinson, the youngster making his debut in a starting role. He had one big league at bat. In his second at bat tonight, he struck out. And it's a big night for a kid. He's waited since 1966. And he's now playing in the big leagues. Danny LeMaster looks over at first at Russell, and the first one is high and away, ball one, one and oh. I remember as a kid going to Yankee Stadium and seeing Joe DiMaggio break in. I don't say it was his first game, but it was very early in his career. And as a kid, we had read about this great center fielder with a tremendous arm, and we wanted to see him throw. Throw to first and Russell back. And sure enough, early in the game, there was a runner at third and one out, and somebody hit a fly ball to Dimash, and everybody leaned forward saying, now we're going to see this kid's great arm. And he cut loose a magnificent throw, marred only by the fact that it went straight into the dugout. Here's the pitch to Stinson, a strike, one and one. But he still told everybody at Yankee Stadium that day that he could fire, although he was offline. Well, Stinson has thrown two away tonight, but he can zip that ball down there. One and one to Bob. Lamaster comes to the plate, and the pitch is botted up along first to Blaffery, who whirls and goes to Menke for a fours. So Stinson bunts into a force play. With the pitcher coming up, of course, he was bunting for a base hit with the club down by two. He tried to push it up along first and hit it sharply to Blaffery, so they were able to make an easy force play out of it. And the batter, Don Sutton. Don Sutton struck out in the second inning. He's 0 for 1. Bob Stinson, a short lead, held on by Kurt Bleffrey. Now the master checks him. Then he to the plate. A miss at the ball, a foul as the bat goes sailing out towards the mound. Sutton was around as if to bunt, then suddenly rolled his wrist at it and lost the bat. 0 and 1 to count. Harry Walker standing up in front of the Astro bench. Now the hat goes back and sits down. 0-1 the count to Don Sutton. 
The master delivers, and the breaking ball is low and inside. One ball, one strike. Astros four, Dodgers two, bottom of the fifth. First game of the three-game series. Larry Durker and Claude Osteen tomorrow night. Osteen trying to win his 20th, as he also tries to be the Iron Man of the staff. The next one is low, ball two, two and one. The difference between Osteen and Singer. Claude has made one more start, completed the same number of games, and he has worked six innings more than Bill Singer. 2-1 pitch, fastball over, strike two, two and two. Two balls and two strikes, the count to Don Sutton. The master up on top, checking. Now delivers, and a fastball is swung on and missed, so he just overpowered Sutton, picked up his seventh strikeout, and the batter will be the leadoff man, Billy Gravarkowitz. Gravarkowitz slide to left and struck out. He's 0 for 2, playing shortstop for Maury Wills. Dodgers tonight have Bill Russell in center for Willie Davis. Simpson behind the plate for Haller or Torborg. Lefevre at first for Parker. There's another back to the mound. That'll do it for Gravarkowitz. Although Lamasta threw it in the dirt, Kurt Bleffery was able to stay with it and dig it out. No runs, no hits, a man left. And at the end of five, Astros four, Dodgers two. Well, you know, friends, when we say we're glad to be here bringing you tonight's game, we really mean that because we think baseball fans are some of the world's greatest people. And we like to think that we're bringing you something you'd have to miss if it weren't for the radio. Well, I know you. You give your eye teeth and your arm to be right here with all of us. So we try to bring you all the action, the spirit, and excitement. Everything going on. Well, if we could, we'd even like to bring you the peanuts, hot dogs, and most important, high ice-cold Bergie beer. Sure, because we think Bergie in hand is even more important than a warm, sunny day when a man wants to settle down and get comfortable. You know, they call Bergie a comfortable kind of beer. What they really mean is that Bergie has a light taste and a light feeling, so you can always enjoy more than one. But comfortable always makes me think of the times I enjoy beer most, the comfortable, easy-going, relaxing times. So if you want to make your comfortable times even more comfortable, settle down with a Bergie. Because, you know, when the people at Bergie say Bergie's a comfortable beer, they really mean that, too. Sixth inning, four to two in favor of the Astros. Right now, we're saluting our centennial celebrity, Dodgers scout Greg Malevi, former Major League infielder, once a minor league manager and coach for the Dodgers. Malevi has been a manager, coach, scout, or player since back in 1927. He joined the Dodger organization in 1950, piloting affiliated clubs at Elmira, Mobile, and Montreal before becoming a coach for the Dodgers. Greg's son is a fine actor who is married to a fine young actress by the name of Meredith McRae. And Greg is having his night right now, and he comes out to accept the plaudits to the crowd, and we're delighted to see him again. Greg Malevi, out in front of the Dodger dugout. Great guy. So Greg back into the dugout now, and here we go into the sixth inning. Four to two, Houston. 
Norm Miller, Dennis Menke, and Doug Rader in that order. Don Sutton ready and delivers, and the first one is swung on and missed on one. Owen one to count to Norm. Bob Stinson checking signs, Sutton into the windup, and the strike one pitch on the way, inside straightening him up. One and one. Norm Miller, left-hand hitting center fielder tonight. Sutton's breaking ball is probably hit up the middle. Backhanded by Sizemore, throws back to get him. Ed Sizemore continues to come up with scintillating plays down there at second base as well as holding his own with the bat. So Ted takes a base hit away from Norm Miller. The batter, Dennis Menke. Menke has fouled out and struck out. 0 for 2. Dennis started the night at 266. Sutton into the windup, and Don delivers, and the breaking ball is low. Ball one. One and zero to Dennis Menke. Now the one zero pitch on the way. Missed inside with it. Ball two. The Astros four runs, seven hits. The Dodgers two runs, three hits, and one error. Then two home runs in the game, each with a man aboard. Tommy Davis in the third, Andy Costco in the first. Sutton into the windup, and the 2-0 pitch, fastball fouled away into the screen. Menke trying to go to right field with it, and the count 2-1. and one. Doug Rader, right-hand hitting third baseman on deck. Here's the 2-1 pitch on the way. Fastball line, just fair. He wanted to go that way, and he sure did. Crawford over to get it. Menke on his way for two. The throw into second base. He's in there. So Menke tried to take the first one to right. Two and oh, fouled it off. Came right back in double to right field with one out here in the sixth. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. Taking care of your car is the prime concern of the trained technicians at Sports Car Service Center, 203 North Hayden Road, Tempe, where you can use your Arizona Bank Bank America card. KDAR Phoenix. Doug Rader coming up with one out. The Dodgers saved a run now on the play by Sizemore, then followed by the double. Sutton fussing with the laces on his right shoe, so timeout for the moment. Menke piles up his double. That's 25 doubles for the shortstop. Sutton is ready, and Rader checks in at the plate. After Raider comes a left-hand hitting catcher, Johnny Edwards, and he's hit the ball hard twice. Sutton a look at Menke. Don at the belt, works the plate, and it's swung on and missed. 0 and 1. On one of the redhead, Doug Raider. Sutton looks back at Menke. Now the strike one pitch. 
little high, one and one. Rader played some first base when he started uh, playing the big leagues, but they were grooming him for third. Bob Aspromonte finally left Houston, and Rader just took over. He figures to be at third base for the Astros for quite some time. Rader this year hitting 247. He has 11 home runs, 81 runs batted in. Lines one down the left field line, foul and out of play, and the count one and two. A lot of extra base hits in the game. The Dodgers have three hits, two doubles and a home run. And the Astros have a double and a home run. One and two, the count to Doug Rader. Sutton looks back to Menke. Now works Rader. And it's high, ball two. Two and two. The Dodgers scored twice in the first. Sizemore doubled in Costco homers. But the Astros came back with three. The big blow, a two-run home run by Tommy Davis. That took place in the third. And they picked up another in the fifth. So they're leading 4-2, and we're now in the sixth. 2-2 pitch on the way. One hopper hit at the shortstop. Rebarco is holding Menke and throws out Raiders. So two down, and Johnny Edwards coming out. Edwards hit the ball hard both trips. He lined out to Willie Crawford and then lined a single to left. So the left-hand hitting catch. Sutton looks back to Menke. Now works Raider, and it's high. Ball two. Two and two. The Dodgers scored twice in the first. Sizemore doubled in Costco homers. But the Astros came back with three. The big blow, a two-run home run by Tommy Davis. That took place in the third. And they picked up another in the fifth. So they're leading 4-2, and we're now in the sixth. 2-2 two -two pitch on the way. One hopper hit at the shortstop. Grabarkowitz holding Menke and throws out Raider. So two down, and Johnny Edwards coming out. Edwards hit the ball hard both trips. He lined out to Willie Crawford and then lined a single to left. So the left-hand hitting catcher, and we'll see whether they bother to pitch to him or not. Nope, they're going to put him aboard. So Edwards will get the intentional walk, and the batter will be Denny Lamaster. Lamaster is a pretty good hitting pitcher. He has a half a dozen runs batted in, and he's piled up 14 hits. But they would still rather take their chances on Denny than Johnny Edwards. So in a moment, we'll have runners at first and second with two out in the sixth, and the Astros leading four to two. Here's ball four, so Johnny Edwards trots to first. Menke holding at second. And Denny Lamaster coming out. He is flied to right and hit into a force play.
Sutton at the belt as a look at the runners and delivers. And there's a ball hit up the middle, right over second base and into center field. Here comes Menke. On his way to third is Edwards, and he's going to be out. And John slips and falls down on the seat of his pants 15 feet before he got to third. He's out and slightly embarrassed. However, the run is over. One run, two hits, one left. And at the end of five and a half, the Astros five and the Dodgers two. Friends, baseball season is also the season for picnics, campouts, patio parties, and easy, quick-to-prepare suppers. And Farmer John can add a lot to the fun of your warm-weather feasting with his fresher-than-fresh Farmer John luncheon meats. There's Farmer John all-meat bologna, Farmer John sliced-cooked ham, Farmer John liverwurst, braunschweiger, salami, and many more. Pick your favorites, and they're sure to please, because Farmer John luncheon meats are made with the very best meat, fresh eastern corn-fed pork, and fresh, lean, juicy, homegrown beef. Like all his products, Farmer John luncheon meats are always strictly fresh. And all, remember, were gold medal winners at the California State Fair. You know, Farmer John bacon and Farmer John ham would now discover Farmer John's luscious luncheon meats. Look for Farmer John luncheon meats in the delicatessen section of your favorite market. And if you can't find what you're looking for, be sure to ask for it. And in a loud, clear voice, Farmer John. Bottom of the sixth inning, 5-2 to two in favor of Houston. Five runs, nine hits, and no errors. The Dodgers, two runs, three hits, and one error. Johnny Edwards just now coming out. For the Dodgers, Ted Sizemore, Willie Crawford, and Andy Costco. The Dodgers have only three hits. They got the three hits in the first inning. They had two hits, a double and a home run. They got the extra hit in the second inning. And they have been very quiet since. In fact, they've not hit a ball out of the infield since Sudeikis hit a fly ball to right in the second inning. And now we're in the bottom of the sixth. Sizemore rolls it to short. Menke's submarines his throw to Bleffrey in time for the out. Although Sizemore appealing that Bleffrey had left the bag to make the catch. But first base umpire Curtis it out and walked away. The batter will be Willie Crawford. The crowd getting on first base umpire John Kibler. The batter is Willie Crawford. Crawford hit back to the box and struck out. The master delivers on the hand, swung on and missed. A fastball, 0 1. Andy Costco waiting his turn. Five to two Houston here in the sixth inning. Strike one pitch. Down and away. One ball and one strike. The one-one pitch to Willie Crawford. Breaking ball, a check swing, and it was low. Ball two, two and one. Here's the 2-1 pitch to Willie Crawford. LeMaster serves it up, and it's a breaking ball for a strike, 2-2. Two two. The two leading hitters for the Dodgers are not in the lineup against LeMaster. Maury Will hit 400 against Houston pitching. Wes Parker, 389. Need a man 
playing tonight, or at least up to here. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Willie Crawford. High, way high, and to sit down. Ball three. Full count to Willie Crawford. 5-2 Houston, bottom of the sixth. One out. The master into the windup and delivers. Soft curve it wide at first, backhanded by Bleffery, underhands to his pitcher, Lamaster, for the second out. Andy Costco homered in the first inning. They loaded up the left side of the infield on him in the fourth inning, and he tried to hit a screwball into right field, but he popped it up to Kurt Bleffery. This time, they have not overly committed the infield. It's funny, the last time he led off the inning, and they did, with two out and nobody on, they do not load up the left side this time. Joe Morgan, the second baseman, is still on his side of the bag. Lamaster's fastball is low, ball one. Maybe it was just an experiment. Maybe Harry Walker, testing Costco, saw that he was trying to go to right field and decided that's enough, I've learned something about him. One and all the count to Andy Costco. Lamaster comes back 1-0 and a knuckleball, I believe, maybe the screwball, is hit in front of the plate and Johnny Edwards throws out Costco and that's that. So the Dodgers are gone in order in the sixth and at the end of six, Houston five and the Dodgers two. Camper headquarters in the Valley is Camp West Industries, 2802 Grand Avenue in Phoenix, just north of Thomas Road. Camp West, featuring two outstanding lines of quality campers, Tramper Camper and Travette and 75 different models to choose from. They've got a camper to suit your needs, your budget, with prices starting as low as $189. Both Tramper Camper and Travette feature a lifetime warranty for as long as you own the camper. See Tramper Camper, with all the luxury of more expensive campers, and Travette, the Cadillac of campers, and you do-it-yourselfers, you'll find everything you need to build your camper at Camp West. Aluminum skins and windows, ice boxes, stoves, water pumps, water pressure systems, you name it, if they don't have it, they'll get it for you. And remember, for quality, price, and service, see Camp West Industries. Easy to get to from anywhere in the valley. They're at 2802 Grand Avenue, just north of Thomas Road and a block west of Black Canyon Freeway. Camp West is open six days a week, Monday through Friday till 9, Saturday till 5. Remember, before you buy your camper, see Camp West, your volume camper dealer. Through six innings, the Astros five runs, nine hits, and no errors. Dodgers two runs, three hits, and one error. And they're doing it all tonight before 11,605. Let's go to the seventh. For more play-by-play, here's Gary. Five beneath, top of the order, Joe Morgan coming on. Single twice, stolen two bases, and has scored two runs. So he's two for three at the leadoff man for the Astros. Don Sutton now ready to go to work here in the seventh inning. Five to two, the Astros leading. A Sutton now checks. He signed into the windup and his pitch on the way. Fastball is a strike to Morgan. 0 and 1. Jesus Alou on deck and Kurt Bluffrey to follow. One strike. Morgan waiting, number 18, little left hand hitter. Sutton into the windup and the knuckleball is in for strike two. 0 and 2, the count to Morgan. Two count. Now Don checking signs again with catcher Bobby Stinson. 
Here's the windup and the pitch on the way. Breaking ball is a little low. One ball and two strikes. So one and two count now. Morgan waiting in the batter's box. And Don Sutton into the windup. And his pitch on the way of swing and a bouncer foul behind the plate. And the count stays. One ball, two strikes. It's one and two. New ball put to play. Morgan waiting again. They play him almost straight away. Crawford, Russell, and Costco in the outfield. Here's Sutton to the windup and his pitch. A swing and a miss. Fastball struck him out. So Sutton has his fifth strike out of the game. The batter will be Jesus Alou, who has single grounded out twice. Alou, the batter, with one out in the seventh inning. Sutton has struck out five. Lamaster has struck out seven. We're in the seventh inning. Now Don checking again. Jesus Alou, number 22 on the back of the gray uniform, swinging that bat around and around. Now the pitch on the way. A little low and outside, ball one. One ball and no strikes. On the scoreboard, the story told in one line, Atlanta three, Cincinnati two. And that did it. The Braves wrapped it up, and they'll play the Mets beginning on Saturday. Best of five for the National League Championship. A swing and a miss at the knuckleball, one and one. Philadelphia beat the Cardinals tonight, four to three. And it is four to one. The Giants over San Diego there in the fifth inning at San Francisco. Santorini against Perry. One ball, one strike. Now the pitch on the way. Knuckleball is low. One, two balls, one strike. Out on deck is Kurt Bleffrey, the first baseman. The Dodgers stand ten and five with the Astros on the year. Five and one here. Playing the final three of the season. The 2-1 pitch on the way to Alou. A bouncing ball to shortstop. Grabarkowitz scoops it up. Here's Billy's throw. It is in time to Lefevre. Two up and two down. Sutton has had only one 2-3 inning. And that was in the second. He got the side out in order. And now he's working with two out in the seventh inning. Bleffrey has singled twice. Has a sacrifice fly. He has a perfect night. Two for two and two runs batted in. Left-handed or first baseman, Kurt Bleffrey. Here's Sutton to the windup and his pitch. Fastball for a strike on the outside corner, 0 and 1. Out on deck, Tommy Davis. No balls, one strike. Fastball comes inside for a ball, and the count goes to 1 and 1. Tomorrow night, Claude Osteen. I got Larry Durker. Durker with 20 wins, Osteen with 19. Then to wind up the season Thursday night, Bill Singer, 19 wins, goes against Jim Ray. A 1-1 count, now the wind up in the pitch. 
Douglas Swoonman drive to center field. Bill Russell going back on the ball, turns and makes the catch. Bill had to make a complete turn on that one, but did it nicely and hauls it down. So Bluffery lines out the center, side retired in order in the seventh inning, and the score at the end of six and a half innings, Astros five, the Dodgers two. You know, friends, it was well-educated men who designed and built the car you drive. It should be well-educated men who take care of it, too. Brakes and engines, tires, wheels, air conditioning. Why, Union 76 has men who know how to handle them all. They're called certified servicemen, and they really know what they're doing, too. To earn their certified service stripes, they must study dozens of advanced technical manuals, spend hours in the classroom, and get extensive on-the-job training. A Union 76 certified serviceman gets the best training available to any service station dealer anywhere. So don't just let anybody fix your car. Take it to a Union 76 certified serviceman. Friends, when it comes to service, he's somebody. And another reason why, when you're looking for someone to look after you, be sure to look out to 76. In the last half of the seventh inning, man standing for the stretch, LaFever, Sudeikis, and Russell now against Benny Lamaster, and the charge goes up on the Nuts' score. So LaFever now trying to start it off against Denver Lamaster. Denny has allowed just three hits for the Dodgers and two runs. A first inning homer by Costco came with Sizemore on base. Here's a changeup a little low, one ball and no strike. Denny turned that one over. Seventh inning, last half. The Dodgers three hits, and the Astros have nine. Now the favor waiting again. The windup and here's the pitch. In for strike, and it is 0-2. Oh, 0-2 the count. Lefevre waiting again. And the changeup is high. Ball one. One ball, two strikes. between the mound and second, and Joe Morgan comes in to call and makes the catch for the up. So the favor pops it up to the second baseman. Bill Sudeikis coming on now. The Astros trailed the Dodgers by three games in the race. They would need to sweep all three to wind up in a tie. The Astros would like to finish even with the Dodgers. Sudeikis at bat has popped up and flied to right field. Lamaster to the windup, and here's his pitch. A swing and a miss, and a screwball. 
Well, that ball just came floating up there, and Sudeikis had a big swing and a miss. Strike one to Bill. Oh, and one the reading end. Here's the windup and the pitch again. Bounced it in the dirt for a ball, and the count is one and one. One other little item still not settled in the National League, but it appears that Pete Rose will be the batting champion for the second straight year. Pete hitting 347 has one game to play. We don't know how he made out tonight in Atlanta, but he is six points ahead of Roberto Clemente, and the Pirates did not play tonight. Cleon Jones has dropped to third at 340. So they would be the three in contention yet. Rose 347, Clemente 341, and Jones 340. The 1-1 pitch. Knuckler swung on a miss. Strike two. One and two the count. As Sadek is really jumping on that off-speed pitch and way out in front of it. So Bill takes a little walk out of there. One ball, two strikes. Lamaster has seven strikeouts. He had five in a row the second and third innings. One and two as Denny, the left-hander, checks his sign again. Now to the windup and here's his pitch. Tap foul off the third base line. Again, the screwball, and it's still a one and two count. So Sudeikis getting a steady diet of off-speed pitches by LeMaster. One ball, two strikes, one man out. Johnny Edwards catching. Denny LeMaster is the pitcher. One ball, two strikes. Now the pitch on the way. Way high outside, ball two, two and one, two. One out, seventh inning. The Dodgers batting and trailing five to two to the Astros. Two and two. Here's LeMaster's pitch. He struck him out with a breaking ball. Eight strikeouts for Denny LeMaster. And Bill Russell coming on has walked and doubled. So Russell up for his third at bat with two away in the seventh inning. Bobby Stinson on deck. Here's LeMaster to the windup and the pitch to Russell. Screwball outside. One ball, no strike. One over the count. Bottom of the seventh inning. Atlanta won it tonight. Beating Cincinnati 3-2. to two. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Fly ball to right field. A Lou going back for this one. It's over his head. He's still going. One hand drops it. Here's Russell to second. Heading for third. The relay from Morgan across the third. He's safe. Couldn't hang on to a drive over his head in right field, and Billy Russell is in the third base. It'll go as an error on the right fielder. Alou had it in the glove and couldn't hold on. So Bobby Simpson comes to bat now with a man at third base. Two out. Alou is playing rather shallow for Russell, and Billy the Kid has a good power. He goes out of deep when Alou wound up dropping the ball. He was about a step from the warning track in right field. That's how far Russell hit the ball to right, going to the opposite field. Stinson at bat, 0 for 2, looking for his first major league hit. 
Runner at third, Russell. Sutton do up next. Action in the Dodger bullpen. Now the windup and the pitch on the way to Bobby. Fly ball to center field. Shallow. And it might drop. It does. Base it. The run is in. Norm Miller in center field backed up on the ball. And it dropped in. He had no chance to play. So Bobby Simpson gets his first major league hit. A looping fly ball to center. He drives in a run. As Russell is in the score, it's 5-3. to three. Don Sutton will leave the ball game now for a pinch hitter. We'll see who's going to come on and bat for him. So Russell drove one deep to right off the glove of Alou for an error. And Stinson loops a single to center field. And Don Sutton picks up his glove, puts on his windbreaker, walks over to the bench, sits down, and for 1969, the season is all over for Don Sutton. And Manny Mota is going to come on now and bat for Don Sutton. But Don's season winds up. He is 17 and 17 now, and we're not sure how he's going to make out until this ball game is over. Manny Mota. Swinging a couple of bats off to the left, and Hoda now will be the pinch hitter for Don Sutton. So Sutton works seven innings, about five runs, nine hits, struck out five, and walked one. And Moda now coming up with Bobby Stinson at first base and Billy Grabarkowitz to follow. A long fly ball and an error by Alou in right, and then a pop fly single by Stinson for a run. All right, Manny Mota at bat. Manny batting 322 with three home runs, 30 runs batted in. On at first, Bobby Stinson. Two outs in the seventh. Lamastra's pitch, curve, strike, 0 and 1. Nothing in one to Manny Moto with Grabarkowitz due up next. They play Manny way around to the right. They gap him in left center field and give him the left field line entirely. He could pull the ball. He could run all night. Curve outside for a ball, and the count is one and one. Jim Brewer is throwing in the Dodger bullpen out in left field. We'll have some action in the bullpen for Houston in a moment. There's a foul out of play to the right. The count is a ball and two strikes to Manny Moda. One and two to Manny. Denny LeMaster has allowed three runs and four hits to the Dodgers. And he's leading five to three here in the seventh inning. Don Sutton, who went out of the game, is still in the dugout, standing on the bench, watching Manny and a swing and a foul out of play, one and two. (laughs) 
Lamaster with the new ball, a one ball, two strike count. A run in, a runner on, and two outs. Manny Moto waiting. Again, Lamaster out of a stretch in the pitch on the way to Manny. A swing and a miss at a fastball, and down he goes. So Manny Moto strikes out. Nine strikeouts for Lamaster, and the side retired in the seventh inning. One run, two hits. Make it one run, one hit, one error, and one man left on. And the score through seven, the Astros five and the Dodgers three. Well, maybe it's because I'm so forgetful, but I've always admired people who have a good memory. You know, the ones who always remember appointments, always remember anniversaries, and most important, always remember to bring home the Bergie. Of course, a beer that's as refreshing as Bergie is mighty hard to forget. That's because Bergie is soft water brewed to give it a light, refreshing taste that goes down cool and comfortable. Comfortable, that's the key word. It'll remind you of Bergie every time. Before we go to the eighth inning, we'll pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. The good time. K-T-A-R-C-Mix. Jim Brewer in the pitch for the Dodgers now. The Astros leading by a score of five to three as we go along into the eighth inning. For Brewer coming in now, this will be his 59th appearance of the year. Wayne Granger was in the ball game again at Cincinnati tonight. I think that's number 89 for him. Boy, he set the new record as the Atlanta Braves won the championship of the West by defeating Cincinnati 3-2. All right, let's go on to play in the eighth inning. Back to action. Here's Vin. Okay, Jerry. Five runs, nine hits, and an error for Houston. Three runs, four hits, and an error for the Dodgers. Tommy Davis will start it off. Tommy has struck out, hit a two-run home run. And then last time up, glide to left field. So Jim Brewer getting his sign squared away. Tommy Davis will be followed by Norm Miller and then Dennis Menke. And we're about ready to go. Don't forget, the Dodgers are taking orders for 1970 season box holders. Those fans who did not renew their season boxes in 69 or new fans who'd like to become season ticket holders, they get on the priority list right now. It'd be a good time to do it. Tom Davis takes high, ball one. I'll tell you what the crowd is doing. You can't believe it, but there are some youngsters in the lower deck who are are having a ball. It's strictly for fun. And it has captured the interest of the crowd and the Dodgers and even for a moment, Tommy Davis. And finally, just so that no one gets hurt, uh, an usher asked him to cut it out. There's a fly ball to right field and Willie Crawford is there to make the catch. There are 
I guess you'd call them balloons that look like baseball bats, only much larger than bats. And they're, they're like balloons. They're very soft. And the guys good-naturedly hit one another over the head. And then finally another gentleman walked over and asked, can I borrow it? And he brought it over and hit one of his friends over the head with it. All good-naturedly. How could The only problem is with ladies and children in the stands, maybe somebody might catch one of those bats inadvertently and get hurt. So the guard asked, the usher asked him to cut it out, and they have. But it was fun for the moment. Norm Miller takes a breaking ball low, one ball and no strikes. Toby Gadby, interested in being a seasoned box holder, the man to write is Bob Shen's Dodger Stadium, Los Angeles 90012. Or call the stadium and ask for Bob Shen. One ball and no strikes to count to Norm Miller. Jim Brewer delivers. Fastball belted to right field. Back goes Crawford. He's on the track. He's to the wall, and that baby's gone. Miller hit it halfway up the right field bleachers, and he touches them all. So as soon as the Dodgers get even reasonably close, the Astros shove them away again, and it is six to three in favor of Houston. And Norm Miller hits one out. For Miller, only his fourth home run of the year. Jim Brewer. That is the fifth home run. That's all five that he's allowed all year. And here is Dennis Menke. Brewer into the windup, delivers fastball for a strike, going one. Menke fouled out, struck out, and doubled. So the Astros have a double and two home runs amongst their ten hits. The Dodgers have only four hits. They have two doubles and a home run, plus a single. The single, the fly ball off the bat of Bob Stinson. When Norm Miller, the center fielder, got no jump on it at all, and the Dodgers cast in the error. But now the home run by Miller has atoned for that, and it's 6-3 to three Houston. Here is Dennis Menke. Menke takes a screwball outside. Ball one. One and all. The crowd again reacting to the youngsters with the, uh, the balloon-like bat. Here's the pitch to... Dennis Menke short hop nicely by Sudeikis who throws him out. It is not as if the boys are doing anything wrong now, but the problem is, among other things, there are several ladies down there, some of whom are wearing glasses, and of course one wrong swing, even for a joke, could wind up having somebody hurt, so the kids have had their fun, and now the guards are asking them to kind of relax and concentrate on the ball game. Some people who aren't quite thinking the matter through are booing the guards, but it really is unfair. Here's the pitch the Raiders swung on and missed. The guards are just trying to prevent some good-natured fun leading to injury. That's all. 0-1 to count to Doug Raiders. Brewer on the rubber, into the windup, strike one pitch. Screwball lifted to right field, but this one is catchable. And Crawford catches it. So one run on the home run. And at the end of seven and a half innings, the Astros six and the Dodgers three. You know it takes thousands of words to describe a baseball game, but just one word goes a long way towards telling the story of Farmer John Ford products. And that one word is fresh. Yes, indeed, if it's from Farmer John, it's as fresh as you can buy. Farmer John, you see, brings fresh eastern corn-fed pork out here live. Then it's U.S. inspected and dressed fresh right here in the West. Most other packers ship their pork in frozen or cold storage. 
so Farmer John Pork roasts, chops, and spare ribs, as well as his ham, bacon, sausage, wieners, and luncheon meat are always strictly fresh the way pork should be. It's no wonder that year after year, Farmer John Pork products are gold medal winners at the California State Fair. And it's good reason for you to remember the name Farmer John when you shop. Look for Farmer John products in both the meat department and the delicatessen section of your market. And if you don't see what you're looking for, be sure to ask for it. Farmer John. Bottom of the eighth inning, six to three Astros. Billy Grabarkowitz followed by Ted Sizemore and Willie Crawford in that order. A reminder that Danny Goodman's end of the year bargain special we have in souvenirs. Send a dollar and your name and address and get six eight by 10 color photos of Dodger players a Dodger rabbit's foot bat and keychain, and the Dodgers' 1969 yearbooks. And your requests to Danny Goodman, Dodger Stadium 90012. Bottom of the eighth inning, 6-3 to three Houston. Grabarkowitz, Sizemore, and Crawford. One hit amongst them, that was the double by Sizemore. Grabarkowitz, right-hand batter. Lemaster trying to win his 13th. The left-hander delivers, and the slow curve is a strike. 0-1. Oh, 0-1, oh, the count to Billy Grabarkowitz. Now the master comes back and a half swing on a screwball for a strike. And the count 0-2. Oh, well, now what has happened, and usually it does, if you are around crowds long enough, it usually happens, where, you know, you start off good-naturedly, and then finally somebody takes a, a bucket of liquid and pours it on top of somebody else's head, which has just happened. There is strike three to Billy Grabarkowitz. So one away, and the battle will be Ted Sizemore. And so the, the park policemen just trying to let people watch him walking have gone over and asked the fellas to kind of calm down now, and they're getting up to leave. All right, Ted Sizemore, the batter, one away in the eighth inning. The Astros six and the Dodgers three. Whenever you have a crowd, you know, 11,000 people in a ballpark, that's the size of a fair city. And the one problem you have is where some folks start out having a good time, and inadvertently, sure, they didn't mean it, but you wind up hurting somebody else. Sizemore takes a strike on one. It is always a fear whenever a crowd has gathered anywhere. So we hope that everybody has a good time and hope things are quieted down. Sizemore fouls the next one away and the count 0-2. Oh, 0-2, the count of Ted Sizemore. Six to three Astros in the bottom of the eighth. On deck, Willie Crawford. Dodgers have four hits, two of them in the first inning. Sizemore doubled and with two out, Costco homered. But the Astros came back to score six times in the leading 6-3. Now the pitch to Sizemore. High. One and two. Lemaster has added some pitches to his repertoire. He's always had a screwball. And we were guessing that he was throwing a knuckleball before, and we checked, and he is. He is also throwing a slip pitch, which he was first taught by Paul Richards, but did not really learn to master it until after he left the Braves. Here's the one-two pitch to Sizemore. Breaking ball jammed in, and he lifted it foul. Back of the plate, off to the left, and into the crowd. So Denny LeMaster, who still has a pretty good fastball, but you don't see that too often, 
Now you see breaking balls, screw balls, knuckle balls, a slip pitch, and just when you start being lulled into looking for something slow and easy, zip, here comes a fastball. He has struck out nine tonight. He has walked Bill Russell in the fifth inning, and that's all. Denny into the windup, and the one-two pitch to Sizemore. Lifted into shallow right field. Morgan goes out to get it. Joe waiting, backed up by Alou, makes the catch for the second out. Here's Willie Crawford with two out in the eighth inning. By the way, just to update LeMaster, he had nine going into the inning, and of course he got Gravakowitz, so he has struck out ten now. Willie Crawford came into the game hitting 251, and he's 0 for 3. He was grounded out twice and struck out. Ed Vargo leaves the home plate area a moment. Goes over near the Dodger dugout and is throwing somebody out. Well, how do you do? Well, let's see. Who was angry? Billy Gravarkowitz was very angry after he had been called out on strikes. I don't know whether Billy continued an exchange from the dugout or not. Let's see. Who gets up off the bench? We haven't seen the culprit who has been banished by Ed Vargo. Ted Sizemore standing with his left foot on the steps, grinning at whoever it is who is going to be kicked out. Willie Davis comes to the steps, and Willie has not done anything except stand there. And then Willie holding his hand out as if to say, I didn't say anything, although I'm not sure if Willie is talking about himself or someone else. So now the third base umpire, Al Barlick, says you out, and let's see who you is. Well, we see Claude Osteen, Len Gabrielson, Maury Wills, and Willie Davis. And Barlick now comes over to talk to Wills. And Maury is leaving the dugout. He's down to the far corner, and Wills has been kicked out of the game. And he throws a towel back out onto the field now. So Maury Wills, not playing, is kicked out. That's, that's an amazing turn of events. Crawford swings and misses. I don't know whether Maury was acting as the spokesman for the rookie replacement, Billy Grabarkowitz, or what. But on a quiet 30th of September, with no one going anywhere, Wills goes to the dressing room. Strike one pitch is fouled away, 0-2. Wills rarely ever kicked out of a game. And he's chased from a game he's not even playing in. So Maury Wills is gone. Here's the strike two pitch. Inside, ball one. One and two, the count to Willie Crawford. The master ready. Denny delivers. Breaking ball low. Ball two. Two and two. Crawford waiting, LeMaster into the windup, and the 2-2 pitch on the way, swung on and foul tip held by Edwards, and Willie slings his bat away in disgust. 11 strikeouts for Denny LeMaster, and at the end of eight, 6-3 Houston. The Informer.
As we go to the ninth inning here at Dodger Stadium, the Astros six runs, ten hits, and one error. The Dodgers three runs, four hits, and one error. Coming out of the Dodger bullpen is Jack Jenkins, who is more or less of a mystery man. Jenkins was purchased from the Washington Senators organization. He was at Savannah. He was 8 and 14 in Buffalo the year before, and before that he pitched in Hawaii. He's 6'2, a 205 pounder, 25 years old. And he is making his debut. He has been with the Dodgers for quite a while, just about Labor Day when he joined the club. And he finally gets into a ball game. Jack Jenkins. That'll be our first look at Jack. And for Jenkins, of course, it is his major league debut. And nationally, he pitched for the Senators in three games back in 1962, and he was in four games in 1963. So that's Jack Jenkins, right-hander who will check with young Bob Stinson. Ninth inning, six to three, Astros. Johnny Edwards has lined out, singled, and was walked intentionally. Edwards will be followed by Denny LeMaster and then Joe Morgan. So we'll take a look at Jack Jenkins. Jim Brewer worked one inning, gave up a home run to Norm Miller, and now Jenkins will do the pitching. Jack into the windup. Fastball outside, ball one, one and all. Well, he's only 25, and he pitched briefly in the big leagues in 1962. Why, he was just a kid of 18. The pitch low and inside, ball two, two and all. Dodgers feel he'll make a good short relief man. However, Walter Alston said when they brought him up, he doubted that he would use Jack during the pennant race. He would rely naturally on the guys who got him into the pennant race to begin with. The next one, a little high, ball three. Now that the heat is off, so to speak, some of the kids get a chance. So you have rookie Bob Stinson behind the plate. And now Jack Jenkins on the mound. Here's the 3-0 pitch on the way to Johnny Edwards. And is taken for a strike. Three and one. When the Dodgers bat in the bottom of the ninth, they have Costco, Lefebvre, and Sudeikis. 3-1 pitch on the way. Hit to straightaway center. Bill Russell on his horse. He's got the play under control and makes the catch for the out. One away. That'll bring up Denny LeMaster, who has tried to right, hit into a force play and single, and he's had a big night on the mound. LeMaster has struck out 11, walked one, and he's leading handily 6-3. to three. One away, and Denny LeMaster at the plate. Jack Jenkins delivers a strike, going one. The Dodgers now with Jenkins and Stinson, the infield of Lefevre and Sizemore, Grabarkowitz and Sudeikis, the outfield of Costco, Russell, and Crawford. The next one, a half swing on a low slider, but LeMaster held up. One and one. Now Jack ready, and the right-hander comes back 1-1, one, one, and it's low, ball two, 2-1. Two 
Jack checking again into the windup and the 2-1 pitch on the way. Fastball for a strike, 2-2. Two two. First time we've ever seen Jenkins pitch, and the very first thing you feel about him, he has very short arms. In other words, he does not have a big windup and a big follow-through. He keeps his elbows close to his body, so it's a little bit of a herky-jerk motion, and you keep expecting the arm to extend itself further towards the plate, but he doesn't do it. In other words, he does not have a big wind-up and a big follow-through. He keeps his elbows close to his body, so it's a little bit of a herky-jerk motion, and you keep expecting the arm to extend itself further towards the plate, but he doesn't do it. The next one is low, ball three, three and two. Bob has one out here in the ninth. The Astros leading six to three. Lamaster waiting. Jack Ruddy in the 3-2 pitch on the way. Swung on and missed, and Lamaster fooled on what might have been the slider. It seemed to run away. And down he goes. So two out in the ninth inning. And the batter will be Joe Morgan. Little Joe has two hits. He has stolen two bases. He has scored twice. He's two for four. Tomorrow night, Claude Osteen tries to win his 20th. But he goes up against the toughest pitcher that Houston has, Larry Durker. Then Thursday night, Bill Singer will try and get 20. He draws Jim Ray. The pitch over for a strike, going one. On one to count a little Joe. Jenkins back to him. And Mrs. Lowe, one and one. On deck, right fielder Jesus Salu. Jenkins, both feet on the rubber, reading Stinson. Sudeikis in on the grass. 1-1 pitch on the way. as a ground ball wide at first. Backhanded by Lefevre. Underhands to Jenkins. Just in time. Jack had to get over there. Little Joe was running all out. And they just did nip him. So the Astros are gone at the end of eight and a half. Houston six, Dodgers three. Look up for the finest when you travel the west. Look up to 76. Keep your eye on the number that's above all the rest. Look up to 76. Look up to 76 for Royal 76 Premium. Blended from the same components the champions get in Royal 76 Racing Gasoline. Royal 76 has won more races in the West than any other brand. And what 76 learns from experience at the raceway, they pass on to you in dependability on the freeway. Next time you need a tank full, pull into your Union 76 dealer and top up with Royal 76 Premium. When you're looking for someone to look after you, Bottom of the ninth, six to three in favor of the Houston Astros. They've won only one game here at Dodger Stadium this year, so Denny LeMaster trying to pick up the first in the three-game series. Andy Costco got the Dodgers off in the right direction, but they have taken a detour since. He had a two-run home run in the first inning, popped up and grounded out, and again, they do not have a shift on, so they loaded up the infield only once. Lamaster into the windup. Denny Ruddy in the pitch to Andy. Fastball for a strike. 
Jimmy LaFever on deck. Well, for Don Sutton, who no doubt is in the dumps, unless the Dodgers can pull it out, he's going to lose his 18th game this year, the pitch in the dirt one and one. But Don can close out the year and get ready for a much bigger event in a couple of weeks. He and his bride will be parents of a child for the first time. And by the time he learns to put a diaper on right, he'll have long forgotten 18 defeats. One and one, the count to Andy Costco. LeMaster reading Edwards. Now into the windup and the one one pitch on the way. Low, and I think that's the slip pitch. He has really come up with a couple of dandy pitches now. Screwball, knuckleball, and a slip pitch. Two and one to count. What the slip pitch is, is you you would take the baseball and wedge it as far back into the webbing of your hand as possible. The two one pitch is a high foul off third, down the line, hooking towards the seats and out of play. Anyway, you would wedge it back into the webbing of the thumb and index fingers. You hold the ball as hard as you can. And then when you release it, instead of getting any spin, you let it slip out. It takes a long time to master. It takes a long time to be able to throw strikes loose. But if you do, it becomes a great change of pace. Here's the 2-2 pitch on the way. Fastball, foul back. LeMaster has had great control tonight. And with 11 strikeouts, you don't come much tougher. And he has set a lot of hitters up with fastballs. And of course, the screwball and the knuckleball and his breaking stuff has made his occasional fastball just that much more effective. Costco waiting. 2-2 pitch on the way. Screwball popped up on the right side. And it'll be Kurt Bleffery along with Joe Morgan. And little Joe says he'll handle it. That's the second time that Costco has tried to go to right field with a screwball, which is, of course, about the best thing to do since it's breaking down in a way. But each time he's popped it up. Here's Jimmy Lefebvre playing first base tonight. Wes Parker getting a well-deserved rest. Lefebvre has struck out, grounded out, and popped up. The Dodgers, with 11,605 on hand tonight, have played to 1,765,000. 438. That's a lot of people. And the Dodgers and the visiting teams are indebted to you for your patronage. The Dodgers, of course, indebted to everybody in and around the Los Angeles area for the great support they have received ever since coming to Los Angeles. 1-0, the count to Jimmy Lefevre. LeMaster reading Edwards. Now to the windup. And the 1-0 pitch on the way. Fastball over for a strike. He's caught looking at it, guessing for something else. One and one. LeMaster checking. Johnny Edwards flashing out a sign. The 1-1 pitch on the way. Fastball swung on and missed. One and two. One and two to Jimmy Lefevre. 
But Astor into the windup and the one-two pitch. Breaking ball this time fouled away. A little slider on the hand. But boy, the master has it all working tonight. For Denny, he lost so many tough games to the Dodgers this year. He's lost to them four times. And he was the losing pitcher twice, where he allowed only two earned runs in one game and one earned run in the other. Here's the one-two pitch to Jim LaFever. Low, ball two, two and two. As far as his strikeouts are concerned, he has gotten Grabarkowitz, Sizemore, Crawford, LaFever, Sudeikis, Stinson, and the pitcher spot, including pinch hitter Manny Mota. So actually, the only fellows who have avoided the strikeout are Bill Russell, Andy Costco. The pitch to Lefevre misses, and he goes all the way. Full count to Jim. The master into the windup. Denny ready in the 3-2 pitch. The high foul down the left field line out of play and heading for the second deck. Three and two. ready and Denny's full count pitch on the way. Fastball fouled away again off third. So Lefevre is guessing fastball. He'd really get out in front of it and pulling him, but pulling him too much. Eleven thousand six hundred and five on hand tonight. Tomorrow night, Claude Osteen after his twentieth. He'll go against Larry Durker, number one for Houston, a twenty-game winner. Here's the 3-2 pitch on the way to Lefevre. Breaking ball, missed ball four. So Lefevre walks, will pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. The batter is Bill Sudeikis. Slide to right, popped up and struck out, over three. Bill hitting right-handed, and Bleffery directly behind the feeder. The first one, slow curve, dipped over nicely for strike, going one. Going one to Bill Sudeikis. The master comes back, and the pitch is fouled away. The screwball is turned over at the last second, and quickly as Sudeikis in a hole, 0-2. Reacting to that considerable scramble from foul ball. 0-2 to Sudeikis. We're in the ninth, one out. Houston six, Dodgers three. Now the pitch is low, gets away from Johnny Edwards, and into second base goes Jim Lefebvre. It'll be a fastball charge to Edwards. Ed Vargo wants to examine that ball. It's squirted back towards the backstop. And he'll put a new one in play. Bill Russell on deck. 
The Fever at second base with one out. Wade Blasingame and a right-hander down in the bullpen. The right-hander might be Fred Gladding. One-two pitch. There's a ground ball, a slip pitch that's hit to Joe Morgan, who throws him out. So Sudeikis taps out to second. Lefevre moves over to third. And with two outs, the batter is Bill Russell. Yeah, that's who it is. Left-hander Wade Blasingham, right-hander Fred Gladding. Two down in the ninth, six to three, Houston. Don't forget tomorrow night, Claude Osteen trying to get his 20th. He goes against Larry Jerker, who has already won 20. The pitch to Russell, taken for a strike. Bill doubled, walked, and hit a long fly ball to right. Alou went back as if he had to play all the way, one-handed it, and then dropped it. Drew an error. He eventually scored. Strike one pitch on the way. Breaking ball low, one and one. The master has done a tremendous job. He has allowed four hits and only one hit since the second inning. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Slip pitch and a line drive. Speared by Joe Morgan as he rolled over in the dirt. What a way to end it as Russell loses a hit and a run batted in and Joe Morgan makes a big play. The total for Houston, six runs, ten hits, one error. For the Dodgers, three runs, four hits, and one error. The winning pitcher, Denny LeMaster, going all the way. The losing pitcher is Don Sutton. The Astros have now won two of seven played here. The Dodgers have won 10 of 16 overall. Same two clubs tomorrow night with Larry Durker and Claude Osteen. Warm-up 7.40, game time at 8. Once again, the final score, the Astros 6 and the Dodgers 3. Now this is Ben Scully along with Jerry Doggett inviting you to stay tuned for the post game show coming right up. <laughs>